If I was to walk in on your homeschool routine right now, this minute, what would I see? Would I find your kids swinging from the chandeliers or everyone properly seated with great posture at their seats? Okay, those are a bit too extreme probably. I probably would find something somewhere in the middle of those two scenarios. Am I right? Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Mama, are you feeling confident in your homeschool routine? Is it working for you? Maybe you feel like it is. Maybe you know that it's not. Let's check. We're going to go through. I've got some questions for you. These are some key questions to help you make any adjustments that you might need to make to your homeschool routine. And I promise answering these questions will only take you five minutes. Hey friend, how are you doing today? Did you know that I offer a homeschool course? Yes, I do. It is a step-by-step. You and I get to work together. We get to have Zoom calls together and talk about your specific homeschool. Get you guys to a place where you are thriving in no time. I will drop a link for that in the show notes. We start off with just with a free, quick Zoom call just so I can kind of figure out, you know, where you're at and answer some of your questions and we can discuss all those things. I'd love to work with you, so check out that link. But today, let's talk about homeschool routines. And I just promised you that you're going to sit down in a few minutes and you're only going to take five minutes and you're going to evaluate if things are working or not for you. But I can just imagine that right now you have all the things on your to-do list. Am I right? You are feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And if you are, go back and check episode two. I talked about that feeling of overwhelmed and how to deal with that, what you need to do in order to get yourself to a place that you're not overwhelmed, that you're feeling peace and contentment. But today, let's slow your day down with a few rapid fire questions. I know, yes, that's kind of an oxymoron. We're gonna slow down the day with some rapid fire questions. My goal is for you to get to a point where you have a simple, easy routine for your homeschool hours. Because you know what? When you and your kids are thriving on a routine, your days will go by so much more smoothly. You will feel peace. You'll feel contentment as well. Because mama, the goal is not just to get through the day. The goal is to enjoy the day. These are the days that you have with your children. You will not get them back. I know that sounds sappy. And this is coming from a mama who is nearing more towards the finish line of getting done with homeschool than at the beginning. And I want to just encourage you to just slow it down. Let's come up with a routine that works for your family so you guys can enjoy the day, enjoy what you have each day together and create a lot of memories and learn together as well. Can I take you back to when I started homeschooling? It was about 11 and a half years ago. I had three kids. My oldest was in third grade. My middle kiddo was first grade and my youngest was in preschool and I felt lost. When they were enrolled in the public school, that gave us a time frame. Basically our days were revolved around the schedule of bus stops or carpooling, uh, homework, all of those kinds of things. And now suddenly 
we had the freedom to come up with our own routine. Now, freedom, that was one of the main reasons we wanted to homeschool. There was many reasons, but that was a super big bonus that we got to decide what our life would look like. But at first it felt really overwhelming. I just didn't know, what am I gonna do? We have all of these hours, but I have this huge stack of books and this long list of things that I want to do. We were excited about the freedom, but really floundered for a while. I, it took a few years really to settle in so that my kids, when we finally did settle into a routine, they knew what to expect. By knowing what to expect, there was less drama. There was, let's call it sneaking off. We'll say some of my children were really good at that. All of a sudden I would look over and they would be gone. They were very quiet and sneaky, but sneaking off to go and play because mom's distracted. But once we added a routine, there was just less of these kinds of things that felt overwhelming that were just tiny little things, but they just added to the frustration of my day. Having predictability gave myself and my kids stability. They knew what to expect and when. The whining and the bad attitudes, now they didn't completely disappear. That took time and maturity, but those lessened because they knew when there was going to be breaks. They knew when they could, there'd be a snack time. They knew when the end of the day was happening. They knew what needed to be worked on and what needed to be accomplished and what we were going to do each day. They knew ahead of time how the day was gonna flow and that gave them a sense of stability. And they knew that it wasn't, the school day wasn't going to last forever. It's been about nine to 10 years at least that we have had a routine. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, this routine is going to look different. When I had three little kids with the oldest one being eight years old, looked much different than when I had three kids and the older one, oldest one was 18. So understand that it's going to look slightly different and that really is a huge thing when it comes to being a homeschool mom is learning flexibility and, and understanding and evaluating the season that you're in right then and making adjustments that are necessary. So how do we easily and quickly establish a routine? Let's first talk about what a routine is. A routine is not a schedule. Some systems of education rely upon a schedule and that is just necessary in order to move a large group of children and people around to different areas and to accomplish things. When it is in your home, you do not need a schedule. I'll let you in on a secret. I tried a schedule once and it lasted uh, maybe one day, if that, and I threw it out the window. It just wasn't going to work and it didn't need to work. We can focus on having a routine. So what is a routine? A routine is basically just a way that everybody knows things are predictable. First we do this, then we do this, then we do this. Understanding that in a routine, Things can come up. The dog could throw up. The baby could wake up early from their nap. Uh, the doorbell could ring and a neighbor uh, needs help. It could be a multitude of different things, but understanding that a routine is something that is fluid and that can be adjusted. And it also allows us to dive in a little bit deeper during our homeschool time. If we're having a great discussion, there's no reason, there's no bell, there's no clock on the wall telling us that we have to, okay, I know you're having a great discussion about this literature book, this historical time period. No matter what it is, a routine allows you the freedom to just continue that conversation and say, you know what? We were going to do a science experiment, but we don't have time now. Our routine is just going to move it to tomorrow and everything will be okay. I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen. We're going to go old school here with you. I would tell you maybe to use the notes on your phone, but I really want you to get a piece of paper, get a pen or a pencil, because when we take the act of actually writing things out, it really 
just makes a difference in our mind. It makes it seem like it is more permanent. Maybe not just seem, but actually is more permanent. We have this piece of paper, a tangible way of evaluating things. So I am going to quick here, give you five questions and I'm going to give them to you in rapid fire. And then we're going to back it up and we're going to go and dive a little bit deeper into each one of these questions. So on your piece of paper, I just want you to number it one to five and I want you to leave a couple of lines or a space in between each one of them because you are going to go back on your own when this episode is over and you're going to fill in those areas with what pertains and is particular to your exact family. Here we go. Question number one I want you to ask yourself is what subjects are realistically possible for our homeschool day? Number two, what are the personalities and temperaments of my children? Number three, Are we morning or afternoon people? Four, what is important to me? And number five, what is the best layout for our day? Okay, let's go back and we're going to dive a little bit deeper. If you want to take some notes on that piece of paper underneath each one, go ahead. But I want you to leave plenty of space to go ahead and answer these questions afterwards so that you can decide. And when I say five minutes, I really only want you to take five minutes to answer these questions. Why? Because by only taking five minutes, you are going to write down your basically your gut responses. And when it comes to homeschooling, mama, overall, even with moms, our gut responses tend to be the right things for our family. So by just writing down what comes to mind, you know, I want you to set a timer even if you have to that, please go ahead and do that and just write down whatever it is in those spaces. So let's go back to number one. And I want you to ask yourself what subjects are realistically possible. Again, if you didn't listen to episode two about feeling overwhelmed, go ahead and check that out. I talk specifically about removing things that are just too much to do and then not replacing them. So I want you to take some time and figure out what subjects are realistically possible. Yes, there's going to be ones you're going to want to do. We all mostly want to do math and different English subjects and reading, whether it's spelling for the younger years, vocabulary for the older years whatever it is, what is realistically possible? Number two, I want you to take a look at the personalities and temperaments of your kids. Nobody knows your kids as well as you do. And I want you to think about what are the dynamics? What do we have here? How much can they really handle? When we have a couple of younger kids or a whole gaggle of younger kids, it is quite different than if we have a group of older children or somewhere in between. Maybe you have uh, children that are the younger elementary all the way up through high school. I want you to evaluate their personalities and their temperaments and figure out what is it that each one can handle. And then also look at those subjects. Are those subjects realistically possible for the dynamics of my family? Number three, are we morning or afternoon or maybe even evening people? When do you guys prefer to get things done? Is everybody up at the crack of dawn? Does your family thrive in the morning? And then by the afternoon, everyone starts to slow down and you guys are tucked into bed early in the evening. Or maybe you're night owls and you would prefer to do your work starting later in the day. There is nothing wrong with either one. Now, I do know that some states require, they ask that you do most of your school hours within a set amount of hours during the day, sometimes like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you'll have to be conscientious of those kinds of things if you live in a state that um, has that written down in their regulations. But I want you to do is figure out when do you guys, when do you thrive? When is everybody the most awake? It's kind of funny how families tend to all sort of be the same. I know some homeschool families that are morning people and some that are night owls and it just works for them. Don't deny what you naturally are and what you gravitate towards. Neither one, like I said, is 
bad and neither, neither one of them is better than other as long as you are doing what works for your family. So when it comes to the time frame for doing school, I want you to ask yourself, when do we want to be done? Some families want to be done by noon. Some families are like, uh, 9 p.m. is okay with me. Count back then. Whatever time it is that you want to be done with your school day, count back then after you've realistically looked what is possible, how much time do we really need in our day? Also evaluate what has to happen before. Maybe you have a homestead and you have animals that need to be taken care of before or after school. Maybe your kids are, are involved in different programs that have to happen after school. Figure out what is it that needs to be done before and after. Figure out how much time that you need for school. When do you want to be done? And count back on that. The fourth question is, what is important to me? And I want to encourage you to include your spouse in on this. Find out what is important to them as well. You guys are a team. Work together. Figure out what, what do we want to accomplish? Is a memorizing a poem in Latin important to me? Is my child playing outside more important to me? Or maybe both. Figure out what is important. Sit down and actually ask yourself that question. Ask your spouse, what is important? What kind of adults do we want out in the world? And what is going to help us accomplish those goals? Those are the things that are important to you and make sure you add time in for those. The fifth question you need to ask yourself is what is the best layout for our subjects, our breaks, our meals, our chores? To expect a young child to sit down and just boom, 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 just knock out the, all those school subjects it's not going to end well. There is going to be meltdowns. There's going to be breakdowns. And I'm not ta just talking about the child. I'm talking about you too. What is the best layout for subjects? Be reasonable. Maybe after you do that writing lesson, you don't go into history. You switch things up and go ahead and do a science experiment. You go and do an art project. Just some way to get them moving around, using a different part of their brain, possibly using their body in a different type of way. Also look at, you know, do we want to include any breaks? Do my kids need breaks? Younger kids usually do. Older kids don't always need breaks. But again, this is when you're going to go back and look at, in question number two, what are their personalities and their temperaments? My kids are older and they don't necessarily want breaks. They want to get started in the morning and they just want to keep working through. They would rather the bulk of their afternoon and evening be free as opposed to having a break in the middle of the day. Now, when they were younger, we would take breaks in the you know middle of the day, in the mid-morning, uh, middle of the day, and whenever we needed to because they needed to kind of get the wiggles out a bit. But again, evaluate their personalities or temperaments and then just what is the best layout. Take a look at the chores that you want your kids to do. I highly encourage you to have them helping out around the house because guess what? They're making a mess too. Give them responsibilities. Responsibilities are so good for kids. So figure out the best layout for subjects. Maybe the best thing to do is to start off, we loved actually to start off with our morning time because it is those subjects and those different areas of study that we wouldn't necessarily get to. If I put that at the end of our school day, by that time everyone's kind of lagging, maybe it's a beautiful day out, we want to go outside, or maybe I got a text from somebody, they need to have a conversation with me on the phone. There's just something that would typically end up distracting. So we like to start our days off with our morning time, the things that we do together, and then just go off from there. Also take a look at when do you want meal times? Do you like to have a set time for breakfast and lunch and dinner? Or do you prefer to just make that a little bit more fluid? Figure out what it is that works for your family. 
So when you figure out the best layout, I want you to evaluate the subjects, which subjects are good to separate from each other. It's often good to maybe if you're going to do a math and then go from an English and then go to a science and then go to a history so that, that they are using the different parts of their brains and you're kind of keeping things moving along. Figure out when are good to have breaks, when do you want meal times, what chores need to be included. Now that you have those questions written down and maybe a couple of notes underneath, when this podcast is done, I really do want you to set a timer. You can set it on your phone, set it on your oven if you don't want your phone near you. Actually, maybe it's a better idea. Even if you set it on your phone, set your phone in a different part of the house where maybe you'll hear the timer, but you won't be tempted to pick it up and just focus on these five minutes answering these questions again. Go with your gut. Just go with the first thing. And nobody ever has to see what you write down for this. So don't feel like I'm going to hold you to it or anything like that. But maybe you do. That's okay. You can share it with somebody else too. I encourage you to share it with your spouse. But by going with our gut, that's a great place to start. Maybe it isn't the perfect routine, but it is the really perfect place to actually start. What I want you to do is I want you to share in an Instagram story your new routine, how that's going to be laid out, what it is you guys came to. And I want you to tag me an Instagram story. And I want you to start implementing this today. Stay focused on routine, not necessarily setting a schedule and make it flexible. Again, like we talked about, things come up and that's okay. Move things to later in the day, move things to the next day. Remember, there are different seasons in your homeschooling journey and there are going to be different routines that are going to work. I want to encourage you that when you have a routine that just is not working, I want you to stop and I want you to take five minutes and answer these questions. This might come up a year from now again. Don't ignore the frustrating routine because you feel like it's going to take you hours to come up with a solution. It doesn't need to be like that. Use your gut responses. When you feel like things are overwhelming, what needs to change? Make that change and give it a couple of days, at least a couple of days, if not a week, and see if things start to shift. Mama, I know that you can do this. And now that you've got your new routine, I really do want you to share with me over on Instagram in a story. Tag me. Maybe it's a video of you and your kids in your new routine, or maybe it's just a list of the routine, how things are kind of laid out, anything like that. Go ahead and tag me little by little homeschool because I would love to see what is working for you because Mama, I know you can do this and I know that you guys can get to a place where you are thriving. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.